Are you one of those people that sees life as one big experiment? How does that work? What happens if we do this? What's that over there? Why did that happen? Yeah, me too. This is a podcast about being curious, being willing to give things a try and not settling for the status quo. Sometimes we fly and sometimes we fall, but there's always a lesson to be learned and a good story to tell. So join me, Nathie Gaffney, and my guests as we share stories of how we've turned fuck-ups into features. Life is short, people. I figure, let's just suck it and see. Hello, lovelies. Well, the events leading up to today's episode have, quite frankly, left me shaken, not stirred. Yes, folks, that's right. Uh, If you are one of the people, one of those Bond fans that's been living under a rock for the past few months, spoiler alert, we are going to talk about what happens in the latest Bond film. Today, Megs and I uh, entering into the the great big Bond debate. I loved it. She was not so enamoured. Uh, I'm thinking that actually we should have taken on um, Bond personas for this episode. Uh, in fact, uh, I'd like to uh, announce that Megs uh, shall be playing Pandora Fox Knightley in this episode and I shall be playing that Russian spy, Titiana Stroganov. So, ladies and gentlemen... Buckle in for the great Bond debate. Ooh, you have black olives in your martini this time. The brown olives. Oh, black brown olives. <laughs> so it's, the audience can't tell. No. Um, I get. I, I have to be aware. I was very shouty last time, so I'm going to try and not be too shouty. You sound beautiful in the, in our last episode together, and I sound like a paradon. I sound like it, but maybe that's just me. Uh, so I'm very excited, listeners. Welcome to uh, Suck It and See. This episode is a very special episode. It's like a limited edition kind of special because I am joined by my um, best funny biatch, um, Megan Archundi. Yep. Uh, affectionately known as Megs. And we are lined up today for something that I believe will polarise our audience. You're either going to love it or you're going to hate it. And I don't mean the entire episode, but, you know, one of our particular points of view, we are here for the great Bond debate. Yeah, absolutely. So by now, by the time this hits the airwaves, uh, everyone will know. Uh, uh, do we have to say spoiler alert at the beginning of this? Oh, uh, yeah, major spoiler alerts. If you haven't seen the new James Bond, um, and I highly recommend you don't. Um, <gasps> well, there's controversy right there. If you want to see it, then major spoiler alerts ahead. But I don't, think will, I don't think it will ruin the movie for you. And can we just say that if you don't see it based on Megs's high recommendation, then it doesn't fucking matter whether there's a spoiler or not because you won't be seeing it and you won't miss what happens. But, yes, yeah. Yeah. spoiler alert. But what might polarise this audience, I think, Nate, is that I went into this new bond with high-ass expectations 
and not because of COVID, um, because everybody was frothing at the mouth at how good this bond was and it's the best one ever. And actually I was really looking forward to it because Phoebe Waller-Bridge was um, one of the screenwriters and I love her. And I thought, yeah, it's gonna be good. And much to my disappointment and um, total feeling of mediocrity, I think it was one of the worst. <gasps> if not the worst. He should have. He should have finished it. The last one. He didn't even look oh. like he there. As you can, as you can hear, listeners, this is this is this is big stuff. Because so full transparency, I saw the new Bond film about five days before Meg saw it, and I saw it with uh, with my son. And we, you saw it with Adam. Did I see it with Adam? Did I? Yes. You took Luca to see it with me. Oh, that's right. I took my right. Okay. So thank you. So can I just say that I'm not even two sips into my first martini. It's just, you know, I'm just having a senior moment. Uh, that's right. I saw it with my boyfriend and we loved it. We absolutely loved it. Not, you know, was it a 10 out of 10? No, but I never give anything a 10 out of 10. Uh I would have given it a 78% on Rotten Tomatoes if they'd asked me. Um, but that's because, you know, there's always room for improvement. And so I was very excited uh, when Meg said, yeah, let's let's go. And so, yeah. So I she was excited and, too. Yeah, yeah. We, we, were, we were all excited. And uh, and we we got in there and I just, I kept, I kept looking over at Meg's face and, uh, you know, in the cinema when you'd get this, flash of light and I could take a swipe a side little glance at her face and just the 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 ever growing expression of confusion and disappointment <laughs> that just crept over her face I had to stop looking at her because she was killing my buzz quite frankly well I was trying so hard not to make any expressions because yeah, well, you know that that does, never works for you I know. I could kind of tell you were looking at me, but I'm like, I'm not going to give anything away. But every time you or Luca would be like, oh, 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 I just kind of sit there like, hmm, hmm. Mm. Okay. All right. So, folks, you've you've heard it. You've heard it here first. We have someone who loved it, and we have someone who is a bit of a cinephile. I, I have to say, and I do defer to Megs a lot when it comes to um, her cinematic opinions. Uh, but but here here we are here we are divided. So today we are going to um, have a look at why I thought it was awesome and why she thought it was shit. And oh look, she's screwing her nose up even now, just even thinking about having the conversation. I can and <laughs> and we might even get on to uh, what we what we think of other uh, what we think of other Bond films and indeed other Bonds. And yeah. uh, and while we sip our martinis, so so welcome. Because I'm pretty sure I've seen every single Bond film. Oh, um, I absolutely have seen every single Bond film. Yeah. Yeah. I'm almost positive I've seen mm -hmm, it. Mm -hmm. And I've sung every single Bond theme tune. Or parts thereof. I don't think I saw all of Spectre. Um, really? I think I saw parts of it and I got bored with it. Um, I thought Skyfall was the last great Jean Daniel Craig one. Mm. And that felt like a finish. Because M died and all that stuff, Judy Dench. But um, 
and I really liked Skyfall. I actually liked Quantum of Solace, mm. um, but Casino Royale was his best. Oh, Casino um, Royale, yeah, yeah. But uh, Spectre, I just didn't think he had, I mean, the, the, the lead woman wasn't, uh, the French girl, what's her name? Um, Margot, not Margot. Uh, Leah Sadu. She's very yeah. pretty. She's a very good actress, but she just, I don't think, had any chemistry with Daniel Craig. And maybe that's why I didn't enjoy Spectre. Yeah. I like yeah. parts of it. And then she came back for this one, and I'm like, eh, it's just not believable. The romance wasn't believable. The love he had for her wasn't believable. She was far too young. I mean, they've really got a, I liked it when he had Monica Bellucci as a Bond woman. Like, that's far more age appropriate. And she's, she's a hottie, right? Like, yeah, Lisa Du is just like a child compared to Daniel Craig. Well, you know, that's just that's just uh, buying into the the whole thing of you know older older men and younger women. You know, no yeah. one no one bats no one bats an eyelid at that. Well, why is it that you know, like with um, you know French girls? I was actually listening to this podcast the other day, and they talk about whenever the French play music, it's always like little girls singing. Like boop 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 boop. boop oh, really? Boop. And I, <laughs> and I was listening to my albums the other day, and I'm like, it is quite true. It's like boop 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 And I feel like it's the Lolita she, complex. Yeah, yeah, and she that's that Lolita complex, and of course, all the Bonds have that. And I don't even mind as much that he's a chauvinist, and I think it was very diplomatically correct this Bond. The one, the new lady bond was a big fat nothing. I mean, I didn't even really care about her as this new 007 and I don't think she could have carried any film. I didn't think she was good. I, I just thought she was nothing. Like it was just blah. Q was hardly in it. Felix, spoiler alert, dies. I really like Felix. Yeah, um, that was that that kind of that kind of bummed me. Oh, see now now I'm see I'm so easily swayed. Now I'm going, it was, oh, a, it was a disappointment. But the little girl was cute. I'll give her that. Yeah, she was cute. Uh, okay, let's and 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 actually, I know you have a real um, and, and I did agree with you on this. Is the villain. Yeah, 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 he was weak, 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 weak. And then they were trying to copy all these different movies, I felt, like um, Hannibal, no, sorry, when they were bringing up Blofeld, you know, yeah. through the thing, that reminded me of Hannibal. When they were running through the woods. Oh, right, with him in the cage and all of that sort of stuff. They can't, I mean, it was just um, a whole lot of nothing. Oh, damn, damn. Now I feel like it was a whole lot of nothing. <laughs> Now I don't know what to feel. I'm conflicted. I'm conflicted now. See, one of the things I love about Bond movies, and I think possibly that that this Bond delivered far and away above its, like it punched above its own weight in spite of itself, simply because none of us have travelled. None of us have had access to far off places and I just think the the romance and the location and the shots of Italy and ah, oh, it just that if always it, gets me with the Bond films if it gets nominated for best cinematography I will support that you will support that 
Yes. It yes. was a yeah, beautifully shot film. It was just boring as batshit. <gasps> oh, goodness me. Boring, boring. And he looked frail. No, he did not look frail. He looked grizzled. He looked, he looked grizzled. He, he just like, I'd give him one. Sorry, Adam, darling, only you. Well, don't get me wrong. I'd give him one too, but I'd be like, wow. No. Oh, hello, <laughs> you frail old man. Let me give you a fucking sympathy shag because you're about to die. No, but it'd be like, I feel a little bit bad about myself because I'm like, oh, I couldn't get the young in his prime, Daniel Craig. I got the. Uh, oh, so the, now it's about you, not the yeah, sympathy yeah. shag. I'm settling like, it. I'm like, <laughs> but I'm like, because it's Daniel Craig, I'll give him one. But it was like, you know, Sean Connery in Never Say Never Again when he remade basically Thunderball with Kim Bassinger. Mm-hmm. He looked so old and that toupee was so bad. Yeah. I mean, I'd, rather have, I'd rather have the old Sean Connery from The Untouchables. You know, I'd give him one. Not the Sean Connery from Never Say Never Again. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And look, Sean Connery did get, get and look, and they do get too old. But I think, you know, look, how old is Daniel Craig? 51? 50? 50? Something, yeah. 50-something, but Sean Connery was still kind of playing the man about town. Like when he did that, that film with um, Catherine Zeta-Jones, the, the, the thief film, you know the yeah. one? Yeah, Entrapment. Thank you, Entrapment. See? And that uh, was good. He was hot in that. He was hot. Did you think? See, I thought that he was getting a bit old, a bit long in the tooth then, a bit long in the porcelain veneer, doll. He was, but he was like the rock hot, you know, like he was hot in the rock. I mean, and Sean Connery was a major misogynist. Like he, he's yeah, been, yeah, he's and that's saying like that he didn't mind hitting women if they deserved it and all that sort of stuff. So that really disappointed me when I read that. And I'm like, when well, after he passed away, yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's you know, that that's that that's who he was, I guess. And that's yeah. Anyway, so that takes the shine off of it for me. Mm-hmm. I guess you know, I'm also. I was a big fan of Pierce Brosnan. I loved uh, Remington Steele. Mm-hmm. And when Pierce Brosnan became Bond, I was like so happy for him because he was meant to be Bond, but Remington Steele wouldn't let him out of his contract. And that's why we got, we were exposed to Timothy Dalton's Bond. But, yeah, that was, that was a pretty, that was a pretty poor, that was a pretty poor affair. See, now you're probably, well, I guess, even though you've seen all the films, you probably be if if Prius Brosnan was your kind of like eighty, you know, like the eighties. So you were in your was it the nineties? Ninety seven, ninety six, ninety seven was his first one, Golden Eye. Okay, and how old were you then? I would have been seventeen or eighteen. Yeah. See, is it your teenage like? Well, oh, the teenage Bond. See, I think that was Roger Moore for me. And I remember Roger Moore, and, and Roger Moore was like 50 when he started playing Bond. No, he was not. Yes, he was. He wasn't 50. No way. Yeah. No way. Right, well, now we're going to have to fact check. Okay, so anyway, let me, like, can you fact check while I talk? Yeah, I'm Googling that right now. Yeah, Google it right now. Um, fact check me, bitch. Yeah, come on, do it. <laughs> what was his, so, his first one was with Jane Seymour. What was the name of that? Uh, was that um, the spy what? who loved me? No, 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 no. That was Octopussy. No, not Octopussy. Uh, it was with, um, it was Paul McCartney sang the theme song. Live and let. Live and let die. Yeah, I know the songs, but I don't think More Live and Let Die. 
live and let die. So um, because I used to watch Roger Moore in The Persuaders with Tony Curtis in the 70s and I fucking loved it. I had the biggest crush on both of them because they played and, and he essentially in The Persuaders, Roger Moore essentially plays the precursor to Bond. I mean, it, it just really... It, it, Wouldn't that be The Saint as well? This, and The Saint. And, and the Persuaders came after The Saint. So the, for The Saint, right. I, was, I was really young. But for The Persuaders, I was, I was going, wow, those two men. So by the time, yeah, by the time Roger Moore played Bond, I was just so enamoured of him. And just his debonairness and his, and his coolness. And it didn't ever really come across as overly chauvinistic simply because he was so charming yeah I mean Roger Moore wasn't my one of my favorites I always kind of thought he was a bit did we find out how old he was when he did his first one he was 45 so you're pretty close he was he was 45 and live and let die in 58 when he announced his retirement in 1985 having played the part for over 12 years wow um yeah. 12 years. That was a good bite at the cherry. And how long did Daniel Craig have? Well, Daniel Craig had five movies. That's uh, about, it was about 15 years though, isn't it? Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, but, see, but, I really didn't think that he was frail. I thought he was grizzled. Yeah, he was, he just looked skinny and like um, uh, had a little bit of a, a turkey neck going on. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, not that I should talk, like I'm starting to get a turkey neck myself, but I mean, I've just gobble, like, gobble, oh, gobble, tries I might. He's just like, I mean, it was more like, you know, when you get, when you get really thin and like, you know, it just starts to crepe. His neck, his neck was crepey. And I'm like, oh, there are certain camera angles. I'm like, oh, he didn't look as nice. Like he looked like an old man. And I'm like, what, what he shouldn't be running around like that. He's going to hurt himself. <laughs> <laughs> And yet we don't say that about Tom Cruise. Oh, no, I think Tom Cruise is getting long in the tooth too. Yeah. He, he actually looks like he's gotten some work done, which makes it even worse. Yeah, I, I did think, I mean, and Daniel, look, they've all had something. They've all had something done, like 100%. I don't think Daniel Craig has. Well, maybe he has, but it didn't look oh, like Oh, 100%. I mean, look, the, you know, the, the trick is everyone should notice, but no one should know. Everyone should think that you look good. Well, somebody the, the somebody best... want to tell Madonna that then? Um... Oh, well, she missed the memo. Sorry, going off topic, but yeah. Yeah, but didn't she do one of the Bond songs? Yeah, she did. Um, she did Pierce Brosnan, um, Die Another Day. Die Another Day, yeah, yeah. And again, a, a, a song that... <clears throat> you know, died on the day and it's, it's, yeah. never, it's never been seen again. So what are your favourite Bond songs? Yeah, I was going to ask you the same thing, favourite Bond songs, yeah. So funnily enough, like, I love I love a lot of those early um, Sean Connery, but even though Roger Moore wasn't my favourite, he had a lot of great Bond songs. Yeah. Um, I he loved Tina, Did he have Tina Turner? No, that was Pierce Brosnan. That was Pierce Brosnan. Thunderball. Thunderball. 
No, old enough. Oh no, that's Tom. That's um, oh, fuck. Tom uh, Jones, Thunderbolt. Tom Jones, yeah. Um, Golden Eye, Golden Eye. That was a good. That was a good one. Golden Eye. I I I love the Spy Who Loved Me by Carly Simon, and I've oh. loved I've loved the remakes of it. Like I was just watching a documentary on Brittany Murphy. You remember that actress who died? She was in Clueless, but she was a very good singer, and she sang a rendition of the Spy Who Loved Me in a movie called Black Book. And you really? can only, yeah, but you can't hear it on Spotify. It's just I was just. I'm like, wow, what a voice. And I wish she had recorded that song because it was just such a great interpretation of it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's 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 one of the it's it's one of the great songs. If I if I look like none of the none of the later ones have really done it for me because they got to the Skyfall's with the doll. And the ground calls, let it crumble. Yeah, it yeah. reminds me more of those older Again, but I, I look. I feel, and it's it's all subjective and personal. But I feel like they all got a little bit laboured and cerebral. Yeah, well, just like the um, opening credits, like it was like uh, I get the tradition of it, but they they probably that's why I mean, well, Casino Royale is the same thing. I like the Casino Royale, though, not the song. What else? I love you, know, Shirley Bassey. You can't go back. That's that. You know the only one that didn't have a theme song? You know what? George Dr. Lazenby? No, Dr. No. Dr. No. It, no. Only, it just had the opening. Dun, 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 dun. It didn't have wow. You've really done your homework much more than I have. So I love, yeah, I love, you know, I, I, I did love the fact that we got the Louis Armstrong in, in the latest one. Yeah. yeah, I thought that was I, I thought that was beautiful. I mean, it was a nod. It was a nod to the Bond of old. And I'm going to talk about some of the things that I actually really enjoyed about the new Bond film. But in terms of the songs, um, my my favorite because it's camp, and I've seen so many drag queens do it over the over the years is "Diamonds Are Forever." Shirley Bassey. I mean, I just think I just I also think that as a a persona and a performer of the song she epitomized the glamour and the style and the her of one that did um she's the only one that did multiple bond songs like she she did she did did moonraker no she didn't do moonraker he did he did Moonraker. Now the moon. Yep, yep. Ah. The Moonraker. No, no, no. And she did. That was not a very good. She did um, three. Oh, what else did she do? Diamonds are forever. Goldfinger. That's what I said. Goldfinger. Goldfinger, diamonds are forever, and Moonraker. Shirley Bassey Bond songs. Hmm. Diamonds are for a girlfriend. She did Mr. Kiss Kiss Bang Bang and Thunderball, but that's not the um Yeah, that's not the that's not the actual song. And what about um and is that an actual um Golden Eye? There's Golden Eye Tina Turner. And what about um the man with the golden gun? Lulu. Yeah, that was a, 
Yeah, that's all right. Um, I hated that movie, though. I didn't like, I enjoy the movie. No, the though. movie was shit, but uh, it's one of my favourite songs. He has a powerful weapon. He charges a million a shot. Yeah, yeah. It, it was, it, that was with a the golden song. gun. I think um, whenever I, when we watched it when we were kids, I think we just laughed at it. We're like, the man with the golden gun. <laughs> but, you know, it, like it, it just had, there was just energy in them. Yeah. Uh, although one of the slow ones, I think my favourite slow one was uh, Tomorrow Never Dies, Cheryl Crow. That was a good one. Tomorrow Never Dies was a very good one, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I like that. I like that movie. Yeah. I like, yeah. And I like, I like the other one. What was the one with uh, Pierce and uh, Sophie Marceau? Oh, was that um, the world is not enough? The world is not enough. Garbage. And who did? Uh, what about Sheena Reeston? She sang one of the songs too, didn't she? For your eyes only. For your eyes only. That was la, la, la. that was Roger Moore, wasn't it? Yeah. Yes. There was a rumor that the lead uh, Bond girl in that movie was really a man. Or really? Yeah, but it was a myth. But I remember when it, when we were watching it on VHS and she had the long, dark hair and everything. And I remember somebody said, that's really a dude. And I'm like, really? I'm like, that bathing suit's really small. I'm like, it doesn't look, <laughs> I'm like, they're like, no, she used to be a dude. And then I, I later on in my years, I've looked at it, I'm like, was that true? And it was this myth that it was just- A dude used to be a lady. She's a lady. Whoa, 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 she's a leader. Oh, yeah, she, it wasn't true. It wasn't true, yeah. So so getting getting back to this film, there were some things that I really liked about it. What One of the things that I think Jason Bourne killed in Bond was the campness, the tongue-in-cheek, that, that, you know, yeah, just that, that, capacity to not take itself too seriously and when you know when Matt Damon came along and you, and it was so gritty and it was real and it was and I think audiences automatically just expected well they did it was an evolution and I think Daniel Craig really delivered that but as brilliant as the films were and I, I still love Casino Royale I I missed that just that that turn of phrase and that that you know that I guess but I thought Casino Royale had that as well but you're you're not the only person to say that to me they, they're like oh is this movie going to have a little bit of humor in it because they all felt it was so and it did I mean it did get darker like Quantum oh, they got darker and darker and darker and darker and fuck me it was like the ever never-ending night of you know 007 just descending into this dungeon of despair so I felt that this one yeah. actually kind of brought it out. You know, there, you know, there, there's the scene in the the Cuban in the Cuban party where he grabs a tray with a martini on it and he frisbees it over and he knocks the guy out and the martini does an air flip and lands in his hands and he drinks it and you know just that that choreographed campness that that I actually really felt didn't take away from. The macho, gritty action, believable stunts—you know, all of that sort of stuff. I, so I really, I really liked that. That really connected me back into the essence of 
what bond is all about. Yeah, yeah. But I guess, you know, I, I, I get that. And I, I did, it's not that I minded any of that. I, I mean, I thought that yeah, was good. I just need a good story. That's all I need. I just need a good story. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, that scene in Casino Royale where he sits in the shower with Vesper and unties his bow tie and then warms up the water. Oh, and she leans against him. She goes, there's like blood on my head and it's not coming off. I'm like, oh, what a baby. But still, I would probably say something similar if he was going to cozy up with me in a hot shower. You know, and those muscles but, pop. But not in the last one because he's old and frail. But yeah. you're about to give him one anyway. Well, you know, a beggar's can't be choosers. <laughs> him or you? <laughs> me. <laughs> <laughs> No, even so, like that, I'm punching above my weight. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I liked it. I see. This is the eternal optimist in me. Just excuse me while I put another olive in my martini. Shaken, not stirred. Yeah. Did you shake or stir today? No, I stirred it because Bond ruined the martini as well. But oh no, you are such a hard taskmaster. You know that martini shouldn't be shaken. You know that, that that breaks up the chemistry. Just saying. We all know this to be true. Mm. It's like but not dab, it's not, it's like you're not supposed to dab perfume because you bruise it. Oh yeah. I, I did know that, but I still do it. Oh, see? So oh. you dab your fucking perfume and I'll shake my martinis. And we'll You shook it? You shook it. I did shake it. And you know what I shook it in? A shaker. I don't have a shaker. I shook it in a Nutribullet container. <laughs> See, I could have blitzed it. I could have blitzed my martini, but I didn't. I showed, I, I showed restraint. Right. Well, I mean, listen, listen, listeners. I mean, if you want to go see the movie, I think I think everybody should go see it themselves. I mean, to be fair, I read reviews on movies. And I read a few reviews on the Bond film before I went and saw it. I read the good reviews and I read the bad reviews. And I thought, oh, the bad people, bad reviews are just being spoil sports. But no, it really is as bad as they all say. (laughs) (laughs) And so for those of you who like to think of your cup as half full, not half empty, and just enjoy a good day out at the movies or a night out at the movies with a bucket of popcorn and a bloody chop top and a, you know, quick grope in the dark, Go and see James Bond. Oh, I mean, is no, that your he hand dies on my in, He dies in the end. It's all over. Yeah, I wasn't even going to give that away. I can't well, believe. we did say at the very beginning, spoiler alert. Yeah, he dies in the end. It's yeah, still- he dies. But even, see, this is, this is how locked in I am to fantasy. Even when it was like I was poking, I was poking, and I'm like, is he going to die? Is he going to die? Fuck, he's going to die. He's actually going to die. Like, like, is there not some device that's going to come and save him? But no. And, and you know what I was doing? I was poking myself saying, God, I hope he dies soon so this movie will finish. <laughs> it was 12 minutes too long. 12 minutes. Listeners, this movie's like two hours and 45 minutes, and that's without beginning trailers. It takes 25 minutes for them to get to the title sequences. It was 12 minutes too long. It's a feast for the eyes. You'll get all the tongue-in-cheek campness. You'll get a re- you'll get a revisiting of the beautiful Louis Armstrong. We have all the time in the world. You'll yeah, get- they couldn't even get their own song. Billie Eilish sucked. 
Yeah, oh. she sucked. And have you seen what she's been wearing on the red carpet lately? Don't even get me started on that. That'll be another episode. So, folks, uh, as you can see, we can't even agree to disagree. We're just disagreeing. <laughs> but that's fine. I just feel um, I felt very strongly about it. And um, I hope that people take this to heart. And, uh, <laughs> and I hope that people ignore her. And I hope I've saved you. I've saved you 20 bucks and a theater ticket. <laughs> and you're welcome. You're and you're well, you're welcome. Well, lovelies, there you have it. The great bond debate. Signed, sealed, delivered, and all yours. Who won? Was it Meg's? Did she prevail or did I convince you that um, that Daniel Craig really is still shaggable and, uh, and grizzled? You shall decide. And that's it from the Suck It and See podcast this week. Ciao, ciao for now. You know where to find us uh, on Instagram, nathie.gaffney, or of course, you can connect with us on Facebook uh, at Suck It and See Insiders. See you next time.